great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC, a programming note before we get to the topics at hand. I hope that you will join me later on today, 1 p.m., 1 to 3 I'm in for Greg Kelly. Uh, Greg has the week off, and I will be filling in for him for the rest of the week, plus our normal duties here at midnight. One simple question. Did you hear the interview? Did you hear the interview? Long Island Congressman elect. George Santos admitting that he fabricated, lied on the campaign trail about his education and work experience. I say this two to three times a week. Cats at night is must listen to radio if you are a news junkie in the tri-state area, and, and more and more increasingly these days, uh, if you are a news junkie throughout the country, because that's where the newsmakers go to make news. Cats at Night, the Cats Roundtable with our owner-operator, uh, John Katsimatidis, and his uh, his uh, partner, uh, Lydia Serrani, earlier... It's not today. It's actually yesterday. But but a few hours ago, George Santos, the incoming congressman, called in to the Cats at Night program. And joining them was also Congressman Anthony Weiner. And the incoming congressman dismissed, if you will, concerns that his fabrications, lies, will impact his effectiveness representing New Yorkers in the lower chamber uh, in the new year. And so basically, Mr. Santos says, I campaign talking about the people's concerns, not my resume. We are taking your telephone calls on this topic and a number of issues, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Here is a bit of what Mr. Santos had to say on Cats at Night. Anything else you want to tell uh, all Americans, all New Yorkers? I think it's simple. Uh, I think... I thank all of the people who have been reaching out and stuck by me this entire time. In, in these times is when you really know who has your back. And I have had an immense amount of support, and I really want to thank each and every person. And I want to make sure that if I disappointed anyone by resume embellishment, I'm sorry. And I will deliver to you on everything I campaigned on because it's still the same guy Still the same message, still the same priorities. God bless the United States, and God bless all of you. And thank you, John, for having me here. I don't know about that. I don't know if it's the same guy. I'm not buying it, folks. And I, I seriously wonder how the congressman can truly be effective, uh, given what he is acknowledging uh, his his uh, his mistakes. Also. On the Cats at Night program just a few hours ago, the mayor of Buffalo. It is a horrible situation going on in Buffalo with the uh, storm there and the deadly blizzard conditions. 
And I wasn't aware of this until I came in this afternoon and Curtis Lewa was all excited and ready to go for his program. And he played a soundbite with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis that basically said, that essentially said, if you bring that crime and that looting here to Florida, you are taking your own life into your hands because we are a Second Amendment state. I think that's the right message to send. You come down here with that nonsense, you may not go back to where you're from. You may not go back to where you're from. And so as to the looters, think about this, folks. Police are stuck dealing with other matters. And these worms, these maggots, these animals are looking for any opportunity to rob and steal whenever they can. And the mayor says, and I am quoting Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown, as he raged to reporters, I don't know how these people can even live with themselves, how they could look at themselves in the mirror. That's another story we are looking at this morning. A third story, and we see all of your telephone calls coming in. I promise we will get to them in just one second. The Biden administration is building a massive migrant tent at the border in preparation for the end of Title 42. I don't understand. I don't understand. Why can't you simply just do what Trump did and shut it down? Mexico, you keep them in Mexico. Whatever terms you need to work out, why is it so hard? to represent the best interest of America. Another story. A violent ex-con, you already know how this story goes, has been charged that pediatrician that was found with his throat slit, slit in a Harlem park, Marcus Garvey Park. And see, this is why I go off on crime. Because these animals have no regard for who they hurt, who they kill. It really doesn't matter to them. All that matters is they are the victim and they are entitled to what they feel that they should be able to just simply take. And so not only is he charged with um, allegedly killing the uh, pediatrician, the suspect, 35-year-old Roland Codrington, was driving around in the doctor's Mercedes, right? The pediatrician, his name Bruce Maurice Henry, driving around in his Mercedes, and the doctor's bloody body was found in the park. And this was Christmas Eve. This animal, this animal is also accused of stabbing patrons uh, at an Upper East Side bar and in the slashing death of a 51-year-old man on the Lower East Side. Ooh, let's let's keep giving him opportunities. Let's, you know, it's it's not his fault. That's what the liberals will tell you. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. First up in the queue, Diana in Manhattan. We say good morning to her. Good morning, Diana. What's on your mind? Good morning. I always love your show. Um, Thank I really you. don't think that George Santos should be uh, allowed to be a Congress member because he lied about everything. He didn't embellish his resume. He made it up out of whole cloth. He is amoral. We can't trust him. He will say whatever it takes to get what he wants. And that is not what we want in a public servant. And to top it all off, I've been in politics, and they sit you down, or at least they did me, and they say, all right, now, is there anything you want to tell us? Have you ever been arrested? No. Have you ever, yeah, whatever. And you tell them everything, and they check. So I have no idea how George Santos got away with this. 
Right. Well, you, you know what, Diana? I, I'm listening to what you just said. I just want to, if you will, put you in a box for one second and stand by. And I have someone, Norman, in Brooklyn that is arguing just the opposite position of, of yours. I want you to listen to what he has to say, and then I'll have you counter. So, Norman, you just heard uh, Diana's uh, comment that Mr. Santos should not be seated, and I I understand her point. She makes a valid point. What do you say? First of all, Merry Christmas, Dominic. Same to you. Um, Thank you. Uh, I should care about this George Santos. Now, shouldn't I? But I don't. Um, I don't care. Um, I'm one-sided, and uh, he's a Republican. And uh, the way I am, so uh, what can I say? So, so you're <laughs> so so you're telling me he's Republican, you're Republican. That's all that counts. In this particular case, okay. I mean, he, did, he didn't uh, he didn't sell uh, he didn't sell bomb secrets to the Russians. Uh, doesn't uh, I don't know? Didn't uh, okay. for me? Uh, he's a politician. So, so, so now, Norman, I'm going to put you in the box. Hold on for one second. Diana, I'm, I have both of you on live. You just heard what Norman had to say. Your response? I think Norman's apathy is typical of people today. I think that's led to the moral decay of politics in general. I think we do have to hold people accountable. I mean, come on. This man lied about everything. I do care. I really do care. I mean, you cannot do that. That it's as though I go to you and ask for a job, and I present myself as someone completely different, different educational background, different work history, and you give me the job, and then you find out that it was all lies. Naturally enough, I would lose that job. Well, this is even more important, don't you think? Norman, final uh, response on this. I just feel like after uh, the past three years, for the lies that we've had coming from the left, the Democrats, um, I'm not offended. I mean, I I don't at this. I just feel like it's good for the goose is good for the gander. So okay, it happens. All right. Well, Diana and Norman, uh, Diana in Manhattan, Norman in Brooklyn. I thank you for joining us. You folks have a lovely morning and uh, best wishes for a happy new year. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Dominic, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Let me say, first of all, I'm. And I hope you did as well. But go ahead, John. Let me say, first of all, I am a Republican, and I've identified myself as such often online over at Frank Morano's Facebook group. I am greatly troubled by this. I think we Republicans should hold ourselves to a higher standard. And so, therefore, in this case, especially if the House Ethics Committee finds any serious allegations, but even before that, uh, that that are worthy of an investigation. Uh, I think Mr. Santos should seriously think about resigning and not even uh, join the new Congress on January 3rd. You know what, John? I'm inclined to agree with you, but uh, someone, someone uh, taught me uh, something very good as it relates to this, and it is my colleague Frank Morano. It's not just that simple of Mr. Santos resigning. Uh, Republican leadership needs his vote. Every vote counts right now uh, to become speaker. And that is the bigger goal, the bigger prize. And so it's just not a matter of him stepping down. Does that equate in your mind or you feel it shouldn't? You know, I've been wrestling with this, and, you know, I, to an extent, I agree completely. I, I, I see where Frank is coming from, and I agree to an extent to his position. But I'm also arguing on the basis of the fact that Republicans claim to hold themselves to a higher ethical standard than Democrats. I think this is a perfect example where we can show this by not granting Mr. Santos the right to serve in Congress. 
even if, God forbid, this might cost Kevin McCarthy his speakership. Well, it, it's going to be very interesting, John. I thank you for your call and best wishes for a wonderful uh, new year. S- let's go to Jerry. Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, a couple points. Uh, looking at history, there was uh, Kennedy had said that there, John Kennedy, when he's running against Nixon, uh, Dwight Eisenhower's vice president in 1960, had said something that turned out to be, it looks like in history, a lie, uh, that there was a missile gap, that we were behind the Russians in missile technology and in amount of missiles, which was look, proven so far, it looks like it was a lie. That's one idea. And Richard Blumenthal, isn't he a senator still from Connecticut? Didn't he lie about military yes, service? But, but Jerry, but let, let, me, let me put this to you. This is something that drives me insane on each side. Don't look at our guy. Don't look at what I did. What, look at what they did. So if it's a Republican, in this case it is, uh, the Santos team, don't look at me. Don't look, look at what the Democrats are doing. Look at what Blumenthal did. He's in the United States Senate and vice versa. And, and uh, there's a saying that two wrongs don't make it right or make a right. And and I agree with that, Jerry. So I mean, can listen, what Blumenthal did was wrong. But you know, that's only one lie, if you will. Mr. Santos, from employment to education to we you know, sexual orientation, we don't even it it's all a mess, Jerry, and you still don't have a problem with that? I agree with you, but the problem I really have now that you've brought it out is this. The Democrats never give in on anything, and Republicans are always like, okay, two wrongs don't make a right. But you never hear Democrats applying that. That's why I won't apply it anymore. I'm like that other guy. He's Republican. Good enough for me. They never give in to Democrats on the, on the right issues, on rightfulness, so why should I do that? And, J- Jerry, before I move on, you're not worried that someone with that type of character – that might fabricate a story at the drop of a dime will be representing people in Congress? The day the Democrats start agreeing with doing what you're saying, I agree. But I can't – I've never seen it before. They stick together. So I'm refusing to give up on this guy. I want him in there now. Yep, definitely. Well, Jerry, I thank you for your comment and for your candid perspective of how you feel about this. We see all of your telephone calls from Boston, Westchester, the Bronx, New Jersey, Queens, and Manhattan. But again, the news was made with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. I happen to be on the phone with a good friend, political consultant O.B. Murray, uh, when the show started uh, yesterday afternoon. And we both rushed off the phone because it was must-listen-to radio. The first time that George Santos was speaking out, and he did it live just a few hours ago with John Katsimatidis on the Cats Roundtable. Here is a bit more about what Mr. Santos had to say as it relates to uh, his past financial problems And he says that he has come from a tough upbringing. You were elected to Congress. And and the the fact is uh, your opponent should have, uh, uh, if he thought there was something wrong, should have uh, uh, done his homework and said it before the election and not not after you win. Well, not only that, John, something that I tell everybody constantly is I've always been very proud and I've always made many jokes. I'm the kid who came from a basement apartment in Jackson Heights. In, your, in Queens. I was born in abject poverty. My family had various ups and downs. I had my personal ups and downs. I saw through that my mother received her terminal cancer treatment care all the way to the end until she died inside our home in, in, in hospice, home, in home hospice care. It wasn't easy. Financially, it wasn't easy. I was 27 years old. You know, I was just getting started at like the good part of my career, and I was taking care of my very old mother, who gave her would have given her life for me. So yeah, I had financial struggles and difficulties in my life, just like everyone else. But it's things like the New York Times and the elitist institution of the New York Times that make a front page cover calling me George Santos and his odd jobs. I worked proudly at a call center when I was younger. That's not an odd job. That's a hard earning income blue-collar job that elitists 
at the New York Times look at as an odd job. Interesting. Interesting. But but the reality is, no matter what Mr. Santos says, the reality of the situation is that he is now admitting that he never worked for the major banks that he seemed to uh, indicate, the Wall Street firms. He basically worked at, at a company that's connected to them. And that's not that's not actually working for them. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. Let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Um, I know you don't want to hear what about ism, but I get frustrated when people say that because, like the other caller just said, the 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 hammer only comes down on one side, not the Republican side. And the Democrats skate on everything. We've seen it. I look at the way Clinton was treated with her, her information that was under subpoena, whereas Trump had classified information, supposedly, that he is allowed to declassify, and he's being persecuted and prosecuted for it. And that's just one little thing. Hillary Clinton said she was shot at on the tarmac when she landed wherever it was, Afghanistan or whatever, when really it was a little girl showing up to give her flowers. I mean, there are countless of these. Just this week, on, I think it was on the front page of the New York Post, Biden's lie about uh, giving his uncle the the uh, Purple Heart. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. Go ahead. No, but but it's important, Dominic, because you have the President of the United States saying that his father called him when he was Vice President to give his uncle the Purple Heart. The uncle was dying, this and that. It, the uncle was already dead in 1999. He wasn't elected. Until years later, the whole he, there's no record that the uh, New York Post dug deep. There's no record of the uncle ever getting a purple heart. It, it, you could go on and on. He's told so many stories. That's the president of the United States. No, I, I get it. That. I, I get it, Jennifer. I, I really do. But, but I mean, but, but, but that, but that's, but, but if if you're lying about your education, you say that you graduated from college when in fact you're now admitting that that you didn't. I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm trying to be fair to Mr. Santos, but it seems like everything was one big lie. No matter how he spends it, it seems like everything was just one big lie, and you're okay with that. I'm saying Biden lied about his education. We're going to listen all the wait, 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 wait. How did Biden lie about his education? Go and listen to him. How he he went to he went to the historically black college. He graduated from the top of okay. his class. Okay, he okay, okay. No, I, I, I thought you were referring to the um, the alleged plagiarism uh, in law school up at, yeah, at Syracuse yeah, University. Yeah, Neil Kinnick, yeah. He's, he's plagiarized. He, and the guy's a hot mess, and he's the president. I'm just saying, I've told you this about criminality, right? One set of standards for all, Dominic. We can't have two sets of standards, but we do in politics. Crim, like, it, it, how come right now in the cabinet, the guy that was in charge of the nuclear waste for, for Biden, he's had two serious charges. One's a felony. I don't know about the other one. And he wasn't, he wasn't even left out of that position until the second charge. And that's not national news. The guy is a hot mess, given, given classes on puppy fetishes and all this stuff. How that guy gets a security clearance at the highest level is beyond me. And then the other guy that just was bringing sex toys into work and, and wearing his mankini around. I mean, these guys have national security clearances at the highest level. They're right there for black. They're right uh, for blackmail. And yet you don't hear that story unless you go to someplace like the Daily Mail. New York Times isn't going to cover it. Nobody knows what's going on with these characters in the cabinet. And that's my problem. That, that's why true. Is Santos, that... Why is Santos national news and these other stories aren't? To me, that they uh, that, more of that part that. is true. So, Jennifer, I, I do want to uh, ask you this because I am going to, and um, I, I know a number of our listeners don't like when I go to David, but I believe in diverse opinions. And uh, I, I'm going to go to him as soon as I'm done with you because normally you two do not see eye to eye on uh, anything. But you're not worried, Jennifer, uh, in conclusion here, that we're going down a slippery slope where you're not going to believe anything that a candidate says to you because the, the Santos effect, it all may be a lie. What's different than the Biden effect? That's my point. 
My point is they are all lying. He might have lied more in a condensed version, but look that, like I said, go back and listen to any of them. Did Hillary Clinton get shot at the tarmac? It was a little girl presenting her with flowers. And how many people know about her lie? This is my point. People don't know about all the lies out there. It's it's just, I don't know. Look at the same thing they did to Trump. How many times he lied? Who kept track of how many times Biden lied? We could, it's just, you can all, that's why people are getting sick of it, Dominic. They will turn the blind eye now because it's what the Democrats have always done. They, they rally around each other. They circle the wagons, and that's how it goes. And one last thing, on the doctor that was killed, I just, I just want to say as someone who's worked in medicine, Dominic, that man, God rest his soul, he had an acute awareness that his life was leaving him. He knew how he had been cut. He knew what was happening. And to lie there dying in the cold alone, I just, I just wanted to offer a prayer for him and for his family and for the good he gave of himself to better this world. God rest his soul. Um, I'm sure, it's just heartbreaking that that person that killed him will be treated with more reverence and more pity will be shown him than that doctor by our society. And that goes to show you, it's just, it's really bad. Dominic, things have gotten really bad. And I thank you for speaking of these cases. And I, I just, I don't know anything about the doctor. I just heard the story for the first time when Rita was finishing up and when you came on. I don't know anything about the perpetrator other than you have to have no heart. You have to be savage. You have to be a predator with, with a cold, just a cold inner. You can't even have a soul to do something like that to someone, especially someone you don't know. So that doctor lived a life of meaning and purpose. And you can't think of how many lives have been better because of him. So I think we all owe people like him a debt of gratitude, and I thank you for giving his his life and his death coverage. So thanks, Thomas. Well, Jennifer, well. I thank you for the call. You be well. Before I take a break, I mentioned David. I heard from David during the earlier show. And, David, uh, a number of people uh, called up um after you appeared uh, arguing just the opposite. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning to you, David. What what are your thoughts right now? Good morning, Dominic. I'll be honest with you, and I'll get to the stance thing in a second. I am getting very frustrated with these people who attack me constantly, call me all kinds of names, insult my intelligence, because they don't like hearing opinions that don't agree with what they hear all the time on this station. People need to understand that there are people in this country that don't agree with them, and because they don't agree with them doesn't make them stupid or clueless or treasonous or all these other things that I've been called, okay? It does affect me being called these names and being insulted all the time, and I know that talk radio isn't beanbag, so you have to accept the possibility of being insulted and stuff like that, but come on, people. You can't hear an alternate opinion even once in a while without getting all worked up and insulting people? Seriously? Now, to get to Santos, this guy, I've worked in retail for 20-plus years. If I lied on my resume and my employer found out, I would be fired immediately and deservedly so, okay? And I don't care if this guy's Democrat or Republican because I heard Jennifer Oh, we always pull the wagons around each other, Democrats. Ask Senator, or should I say former Senator, Al Franken about that, okay? That is a reason he's a former senator, because there were allegations about him, and we kicked him out, okay? So it's not, you know, this going back and forth like you said, oh, the other guy did this, so we don't have to follow standards, okay? Well, Santos pretty much lied about everything. He said he had grandparents that survived the Holocaust. That apparently isn't true. He says he's gay, but he was married to a woman. We don't know where his $700,000 in campaign contributions that he funded his campaign with came from. There are so many outstanding questions about this man that we do not know the answer to, and which he did not answer during that interview this evening. He should not be serving in Congress. But on the other hand, Why should the taxpayers have to foot the bill for a special election if he's forced to resign or not be accepted into Congress? The voters will have a say on this in two years. So unfortunately, in my opinion, they're stuck with him for two years. But I don't think he should be given a security clearance because we don't know what's really going on with this guy. And he is open to blackmail by pretty much anybody who knows the truth about him. 
Well, David, I thank you uh, for the call, and I see all the other calls standing by. David just brought up the issue of how did Mr. Santos fund his campaign. He gave his campaign a loan. I believe the amount was $700,000. On the uh, Cats Roundtable, here's what he had to say about the money that was used for his election. Last question. Um, the $700,000 you put into the election, was that your money? That is the money of that I've paid myself through my company, the Volder Organization. Now, the reality is, I'm going to be blunt right now, folks. No one's going to believe a word that Santos says about anything. And so that answer there to the owner-operator of John Katsimatidis, that's what may bring him down. Because the prosecutors are going to follow the money now. And they already know that that he has, that lie is a strong word, that he's fabricated several other things so that he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. And if he can't prove what he's saying financially, it's going to be bye-bye, Congressman, criminal uh, indictment. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77. W.A.B.C. We are going to take a break. Coming up at uh, 45 minutes past the hour, our Carter Care segment. But when we come back, we're going right back to the telephone calls from Manhattan to Queens, Long Island, New Jersey, and Westchester. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Right back to the uh, telephone calls. Uh, We see all the calls that are coming in. This is something where you folks want to express your mind as it relates to Congressman-elect, Long Island Congressman-elect George Santos admitting in an interview with our owner-operator of WABC, John Katsimatidis, that he fabricated. I don't want to say lied. Fabricated. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Some of you will send me emails, call it what it is. He lied, but I'll say fabricated for right now. Pete in Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I was listening to the radio, listening. I once gave David a compliment that he would make a great litigation lawyer. Now he said he's in retail. And uh, you know what? Everybody has the right to an opinion. You're I mean, referring. Wait, wait, wait. You're you're referring to the caller, David, and he said he worked yeah. in past tense, worked in right. retail yeah. for twenty years. Retail. I, I said, you know, he would make a good uh, litigator. Lawyer I remember because, you said that. Yeah, a litigator lawyer could argue a point even if he doesn't believe in it. But uh, on the radio show, what's great about your show and Reader and everyone else and. Uh, Craig's show is that you give the callers a chance to view their point. We're in America. Uh, everybody's opinion is uh, they're entitled to it. That's the freedom we got in this country. So I'm enjoying listening and I take what I want out of it and whatever I don't want, I just put under the rug. But uh, <laughs> I, I enjoy hearing other people's opinions, you know. Well, Pete, I, I thank you for that call, uh, Pete, in Staten Island. Let's go to Forest Hill, Queens. Let's say good morning to Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Dominic, thank you. Uh, the gentleman, the guy that works for you, Wiener, he's got a show. He was on the Cats at Night today. 
with Lydia. That's what I and said at the top of the show, Jeff. Go ahead. Oh, did you? Yeah, he put yes. him, you know, yeah, but he put him against the ropes, though. And instead of the dude coming back and saying, no, I didn't, it's it's true, they're lying, he, he danced around all those questions and said he's going to look, he's going to look at the, he's going to look and, and look what they wrote again and figure it out. So, anyway, that's what kind of guy you want to represent us? What if something hits the fan? That's what he's going to do. He's going to hide? We don't want somebody like that. He just showed his true colors. I mean, if he was innocent, you know, you, you need to fight and stand up for your name. You know, you don't hide. That That's not what you do. That's what the other side does today. They're making it all right. They're making everybody think that that's the okay thing to do, which it isn't. So thank you, sir. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you, and I appreciate uh, your comment. Uh, Dominic Carter here with you folks on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up. At the top of the hour at 1 a.m. is Frank Morano, and Frank is the guy that you really want to hear on this because Frank dissected this issue in ways uh, last week that I had not even considered as it relates to uh, George Santos, and uh, he is going to uh, be dealing with this topic uh, as well. Let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Good morning, Steve. All right, Big Dom, and I know you're doing a heavy load today, double dipping. Uh, The problem with the Republican establishment is that they're naive and they're obsessed. I would say that they're naive by – it's possible, this is my take on it, that maybe Santos – is really a left winger, and he wanted to slide in and pretend that he was a Republican, and he did it. And the Republicans, who were naive and obsessed, also were obsessed with getting minorities in there. They didn't even bother to vet the guy because how do you have all this in your background and nothing comes up to after you know the election is over? So they're a bunch of obsessed and naive individuals. And let me finish up with the meat and potatoes here, Don, with the crime, folks. The crime that's being committed, and by the hard left politicians who keep advocating and releasing criminals into the street. They consider the criminals to be their warriors in the street to make you totally uncomfortable. I have a pretty good memory, and I'm not going to say the names, but I remember just in the last few months certain people that have been murdered just in New York City alone. Nobody remembers them anymore, and you know what? Their families now are left heartbroken and totally broken forever. You know what, Steve? You are 1,000% accurate in terms of they, the victims were headlines for a day or two, maybe a couple of days, and then poof, gone. Never to have existed except for their family members that are on the verge of a nervous breakdown because they can't get over the fact that their loved one, thank you for the call, Steve, very, very good point, that their loved ones are no longer uh, with them. And that's why I refer to these suspects as animals. And that's why I don't hide it. And that's why uh, to my friends in Harlem, oh, Dominic, how can you say that? That's, that's horrible. You hate yourself. No, I don't hate myself. I'm telling you the truth, the absolute truth. An ex-con allegedly goes into a park in Harlem and slices the throat of a pediatrician. What do you call someone like that? What 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 is the appropriate politically correct term for an individual like, for a monster like that? Oh, no, 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 no. You, 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 you can't do that, Dominic, because he's African-American. And and you you can't say that because because you know he he looks just like you 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 have to you can gently condemn him but but you have to look the other way Dominic there there, there are underlying re underlying reasons for why he cut somebody's throat from ear to ear and a doctor someone who was helping children do you think that animal stopped for one second? before he sliced that doctor's uh, throat? Or do you think he said, I've got to kill him to make sure I don't get caught? And the logic doesn't make sense because they always get caught anyway. So you you get rid of the victim so that nobody can tell. And look, look at how this all plays out. Before I take a break, let's go to Bob in the Bronx. Good morning, Bob. 
Good morning. Good morning. Go right ahead, please. Uh, yes. Uh, I would say this uh, Santos fits right in with the rest of the um, with the lies. Uh, the lie, the border is closed, the January 6th lie, where they don't allow any Republicans to uh, testify. Uh, all, all the politics are all lies. He fits right in. So tit for tat. Here, here we go again, tit for tat. It doesn't matter what he did. Look at the other side. Well, that, that's what you're telling me. I'm saying all all, all the politicians, they're all liars. And you know what? Hey, Bob, I appreciate the comment. That's the one common theme here. And it's sad. It's really sad that everyone says, hey, Dominic, they all lie. Get over it. Come on, stop being naive. They're a politician. They lie. I mean, think about that. And think about the message that we're sending to the future con artists to say, hey, listen, we don't, we don't have to scam people. Uh, as a matter of fact, there was a, a Hollywood movie made about this. It starred Eddie Murphy, and I, for, I forgot the name of it, but Eddie Murphy, a, a, a white politician, dies. Eddie Murphy, who was a con man, uh, uh, takes his name, and the distinguished gentleman, thank you very much, Alex, and... He runs on the platform that he's this guy, and he doesn't let any pictures of him be taken to show that he's African-American, and the dude wins. I believe he won, if I remember the plot correctly. And he had all his scam artists around him, and they were part of his campaign team. They were part of his campaign team. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we will have our Carter Care segment. We're going to go back to the telephone calls. And I believe my buddy who I was on the phone with uh, earlier today when this broke on the Casamitidi show, uh, political consultant O.B. Murray is on the line. I'll chat with him for a minute. We will be right back. W.A.B.C. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your burrow to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. This morning, I'm showing compassion for the American citizen. A massive migrant tent is being put up at the border in preparation for the end of Title 42 in the middle of the West Texas a desert, a giant tent bigger than a football field is being thrown up by the uh, U.S. Border Patrol as El Paso prepares for a human tidal wave to cross the border. It does not have to be this way. Shut it down. What is so hard with that? America cannot save the world. I'm I'm sorry that that these people are down on their luck and that the the situations that that they find themselves in but at at a, at some point it has to be about survival of Americans and for the life of me I know please don't flood the lines telling me that Biden is doing this because he he wants to let them in to become democrat to vote democratic I get it I've heard you But for the life of me, I cannot understand why a president of the United States would not say America first, shut it down. I don't care what legal language you've got to come up with, shut it down. That's universal language. Shut it down. No. No. You want asylum? Stay in Mexico. You want asylum? No. You can't come here with your children. No. No, what? That is compassionate. No, you're coming here. Three, four, five kids. Who's going to pay for all of this? And the politicians are running the game that they want to work. They want to work. But in the meantime, who's going to pay to educate their children? Who's going to pay for health care for their children? Who's going to pay for all the food for their children? Who's going to do it? You and I. You and I. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Our friend O.B. Murray, major political consultant. Good morning to you, sir. 
Dominic, thanks for taking the call. Appreciate it. Of course. What what's going I don't on? Ruin your reputation when you get associated with me like that. Be careful. <laughs> So you and I were on the phone. We both rushed off the phone uh, because the Katsimatidis interview with Santos was about to begin. What do you think? How does this all play out? Well, there's a couple things to look at. One, what answers? What did he answer today that everyone would go, okay, that issue's taken care of? And I don't know that he answered things enough where there's no more questions on, the, on any issue. So the, the goal is going to be how did he get sworn in? What's he have to do between now and then? He's got to talk to the press as little as he can, if at all. Don't have to talk to the press. And then legal documents. I don't know what he has to file between now and being sworn in that hasn't been filed yet. Because if he doesn't have to file and he's just doing it because of the press reports right now, and the ethics committee, uh, the clerk has not sent him a letter saying give us by January 1st X documents, he's almost better off. This is where legal and PR have to weigh in together on it. To not say a word, not file anything, get sworn in, have the speaker vote, and then worry about what he must file. And if he doesn't want to file something, then he can resign and not having filed a document that basically incriminates himself. Because that's going to be the challenge now. The next documents, it's one thing to omit, it's another thing to lie. So that I don't know what he's filed versus what he's going to file. That's going to be his real question, the legal aspect. OB, you and I have been through covering uh, a few of these, uh, me from the journalism side, you from the consultant side. I, I don't see a way at the end of the day that Mr. Santos makes it through this. Because like you said, eventually he has to file. And once he files, the prosecutors will be waiting almost like alligators uh, uh, with, with, with a bloody stake in a lake. That's what this is going to amount to. And then the Republicans want to fill that seat as quickly as they can if he's gone, but they also want that vote for the speaker right now. That's going to be the big issue. How do we get through it? So That is, that is the, uh, the big one, this, the vote for speaker. 30 years ago, Dominic, I was stationed at Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas. It was tough back then. So I can only imagine now the largest, one of the largest military posts, Fort Bliss. They can put a lot of tents on that property, on federal property. They can do it all right there. Hmm. How does that play so, out? Why the the border situation, Obi? Before I let you go, how does oh, that play it's, it's out? Ter- it's terrible on our fronts. It's terrible on a humanitarian front. It's terrible on political fronts because the, the people coming across the border are pawns on both sides. It, it, there's there's no easy outcome right now, Dominic. Especially with winter here, you have housing issues, you have heat issues, you have health issues, public safety issues, buses that can't make it to New York, and people get dropped off in Washington. Lot, lots going on there, Dominic. Not enough time on this call. Hmm. OB, always uh, fun to chat with you. Thank you, buddy. I enjoyed our conversation today until we had to, you know, rush off to listen to uh, John Casamitini's interview. Thank you very much. As always, keep it up, Dominic. Thank you. Let's go now to Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, Well, I would like to uh, say something about what they're doing out at the borders. Okay, it just has to be quick, uh, Marianne, but go ahead. Yes. Okay, I believe in the first place that the January 6th committee was put in place to prevent people to go and rally for the country again. Remember, if these people had succeeded, we wouldn't have the destruction, poverty, inflation, recession, and even a war. It was a big mistake not to make the investigation and see what happened at those elections because we still are having a lot of elections that have a lot to be desired. This guy was not supposed to be allowed to run, but what happened? The Democrat probably knew what what this guy did in the past because Alexander Cortez, he has an army of computer hackers. Wait, you, that wait, 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 Marianne, you, you keep saying this guy, but you haven't defined who this guy is. Oh, I don't know who you're Santos, talking about. Santos. Santos. Okay, the, Santos. The okay. Republican that okay, okay. They knew, but they have that as a second plan in case that the Republicans win. Now they will get rid of the guy and they, they will put the Democrats. I don't think that we have to relent and get rid of him because we're going to lose the majority. And the destruction that is being taking place in this country is going to be double or probably will have the Democrat Party for the rest of our lives 
being a monarchy in this country. So, Marianne, so, Ma- Ma- so Marianne, I- I'm short on time. What I'm hearing from you is almost like the Herschel Walker effect, that you will uh, hold your nose uh, like like many voters did in Georgia and stick with Herschel Walker because it meant that Republicans had a shot at leadership in the Senate. That's what it sounds like what you're saying. Yes. If we want this country, if we want to save it, we have to be strong. We cannot allow these people to have more poor people in Congress. That's it. Okay. We have to see what the reality is. It's a country who is being lost. Okay, Marianne, I appreciate you and thank your call. I appreciate your passion. Let's go to uh, Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Loretta. Good morning, Loretta. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I never call about these kinds of things because it is so sad and depressing about this doctor who who got killed this way. The pediatrician. Yes. Uh, they didn't catch him yet, did they? They they have they have a suspect in custody. He, ha- he has been charged. Uh, it, it's the same old story. An ex-con never should have been out. Uh, but, you know, these are the yeah. times we live in. Right. If it gets to trial... There's a, I mean, this is an animal, no doubt, but if it gets to trial, if the judge has a pair, uh, he's sentenced with this provision of depraved indifference, and he never sees the light of day again. Hmm. We we will see. Loretta, I I apologize. I do have to move on. We have a lot of calls, and, and I'm joined now. You know what? Even if he spends the rest of his useless life in, in jail, he killed a pediatrician, allegedly, that was helping children. Children. Someone that looked just like him, that looked just like him, and that meant absolutely nothing at the end of the day. I am joined right now by uh, Frank Morano, and Frank Morano is the guy that set up the uh, George Santos story one morning, kept me up half the night. I'm up listening to him uh, break this down. How do you see this all playing out? Yeah, you know, I think uh, he's going to get sworn in. I don't see him being expelled. Um, I don't see him not uh, taking his seat. The question, uh, the, and I'm going to spend some more time on this coming up in about uh, five minutes, but I think the question that he's going to potentially have a problem answering, and I paid attention to all the interviews that he did yesterday, especially the one with John Katzmatidis, is his finances, right? Where did he get this money from? I mean, uh, he was $16,000 in the rears to his landlord in Queens, never paid that back, but somehow was able to find $700,000 to finance his own congressional campaign. That's the question that I don't think he's been sufficiently answered. You know, lying about college, lying about where he worked, even lying about the Pulse nightclub shooting. That's all stuff that you can you be forgiven for. But uh, the IRS may take an, a dimmer view of lying about your finances and where that money comes from. And what else do you have this morning? I'm going to talk with, I'm excited about this. Uh, it is the holiday season. Obviously, we just experienced Christmas. So I'm going to be joined by a Franciscan brother, a friend of mine, brother Greg Cellini. And he's got a great book, not necessarily about religion, although there are some religious aspects, aspects of it. It's called Transform Yourself, Transform the World, A Franciscan View of Career. So I'm very much looking forward to talking I'm looking with forward to it all, especially your breakdown on the George Santos situation. Thank Frank you. Marano. And the other side of midnight is coming up. I will be back, folks, in exactly 12 hours, 1 to 3 this afternoon, in for Greg Kelly. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money.